Live from the opening ceremonies of the 2030 World Cup in all 100 countries. Mm. It's a vocal minority pod. I was blessed to be a part of the Azerbaijani one. That's nice. Six seconds. That's all it needed. It's a land of fire. True. They were giving out fire at the stadium. It's crazy. Raise your voice. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's so lovely. First 10,000 fans get fire? Yeah. I, I felt it was quite warm of them. Belize was sponsored by Benny's. It's fantastic. Your number one store? Yeah, yeah. still. Yep. Yep. Ah. They, uh, yeah. I got Sad that, that right? Sad that Edmonton got left out. Again. Mm. That was not my fault. No, it is. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. <laughs> you guys suck. All right, let's move on. All right. By you Hello guys, you meant Edmontonians. <laughs> uh, start a podcast, they said. It'll be fun, they said. Do it for a decade. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> no one said that. Um, <laughs> as i'm starting no. to realize <laughs> i mean how many times how many times have you said yeah i do a podcast oh you know how oh really how long have you been doing that for and they're expecting to hear like you know three months <laughs> uh yeah the look on people's faces it's true they're like that long wow like I sometimes feel so- it's sometimes yeah. it's impressed they have they look impressed sometimes you can see like the tinge of sadness and pity yeah it's fun oh, uh, at least, the, at least you, the first few years are available on double cassette yeah. <laughs> once you get past like 20 episodes it's like oh like the it's it's now the slide downward it, it includes pity <laughs> so when i tell them we've done 450 of these fucking things <laughs> anyway oh god is 500 in our site for next year no Yes. We've done come, 10 years at this point. I mean, come on, Duncan, 500 we episodes. Should, we should officially be at 450 probably around Christmas if we're... Amazing. If it, I don't know. It'll be close. It'll All right, be, cool. What a way to end it. Stop it. I'm just waiting for season two to begin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that loves a good Halloween match, you know... People can dress up as players, get subbed on without anybody else knowing. It works perfectly. On this week's episode, there will be a Halloween. We're going to talk about it. That's three weeks away. We're we're pre-recording our Halloween episode. Exactly. Uh, It's very important. Yeah, I got that there. There you go. That's it. Get into the spirit of it. I believe in you. On this week's episode, we look back at the latest woeful week for TFC, discuss the final regular season weekend in the CanPL, talk about both national teams, preview the first round of the CanPL playoffs, and more. And now this week's panel. Coming out of a cruel geography rabbit hole, it's Duncan Fletcher. Yeah, hello. I was, uh, yeah. Yeah, things, things were shit back then. Things are shit now. Okay. Was it comforting right. <laughs> just to feel like nothing had changed? Very much so. <laughs> uh, brushing up on his Portuguese, welcome to Mark Hinckley. Unos, dos, dois. Oh, fuck. Never mind. Canceling the trip now. Oh, damn it. I'm sorry. I feel like I you just said one, two, like twelve? Uh, dois is... I, I've learned because, you know, this is the kind of nerd I am. Um mm. One and two have both a masculine and a feminine 
No, fuck's sake. All other numbers don't. But if it ends yeah. in a one or a two, it's it's um and uma and duas and dois. Jesus. But also obrigado and obrigada. <sighs> remember Every, that when you're in obrigado, thoughts. they could suck it. Okay. <laughs> when when did you're Portuguese become so wrong? Masculine, feminine version. Is there anyway? I don't have time to learn which one's which. So you're just getting an obrigado and they go, ah, foreigners trying. Thank you. And then, then we go. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, he's back in pog form. Say hello to Tony Walsh. Back. I've been in the waiting room for a month. Oh, is that Mark? what that? You weren't allowed in. You're on strike. You're not allowed in. Yeah, you knew what you did. Yeah. No scabbing, Tony. But how will I heal? Mm, no. That's what the Band-Aid solutions are for. Mm. What's a Band-Aid solution? Uh, I heard I heard rumors. That's what that, that song like, was about. Like Swap Geldof? That was yeah. a Band-Aid solution. Yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't really a solution. No, exactly. Um, as for band- me... It was a Band-Aid, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, as for me, yes, I am going to get up at an ungodly hour on Friday to watch a friendly because I have no life. I am your host, Kristen Knowles, and now to our show. All right, first up on the show, as per usual, is what's been happening, and let's get the <laughs> let's get the fun section out of the way. Oh, I mean the oh dear gods, uh, TFC versus. And so I put in the show notes, does it matter because they'll lose? Because they did. So again. Sorry, Kristen. Is Columbus or sorry, is is Charlotte too long of a name that you went with that one? I'm just curious. Just Yeah. Yeah. Charlotte was just it was too many characters. I didn't like doing the double T's. It was annoying. Fair. Yeah. It always fucks up my tongue. I get it. Right? Mm. You know, like come on. Um so Toronto played two matches last week, uh, Charlotte midweek and the energy drinks on the weekend. And both were pretty equally dismal. Uh, 3-0 losses. Yay. And um, yeah, not really much to recommend in either. Oh, also Brandon Servania, uh suffered an ACL injury. So he's out. Um, Toronto were signing once again, pillaging TFC two under the hardship MLS hardship clause in order to have a enough enough players. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's just a depressing end to a depressing season uh, for Toronto. I don't know. Did anybody watch the games? Like I watched most of both of them for some insane reason. Just um, me. Yeah, I I know I watched the uh, the Red Bull match. Uh, I think it was the next day. I had other football, mm. Um, mm. and I know with the Charlotte game, um, after the second goal went in just before halftime, I'm like, you know, there's wrestling on the other channel, so I went much <laughs> wrestling. And not a fucking regret was had. Not a mm. single one. That's, that's a pretty. That's a solid Charlotte. move. <laughs> I recommend. Charlotte, yeah, Charlotte game. Uh, I was watching the Blue Jays game. Then I had a bit of a nap. Then after I woke up, 
to watch the game because it was an awful lot. I've had to go down to the basement and yeah, too much effort. And uh, generally can't remember what I was doing on Saturday, but it wasn't watching a TFC game. Don't look at me. I'm surprised they're still in business. <laughs> True. Uh, all, all totally fair and uh, realistic and reasonable. Um, okay. Um, yeah, just, uh, just, just take all of the badness from this season and apply it to either match. Uh, there was really, I, I'd say the 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 Red Bulls match was slightly more competitive even with the final tally um but the the charlotte match was horrible um if you watch the highlight pack of the uh the charlotte match (laughs) um it runs about eight minutes long i don't even understand how it's eight minutes oh here this 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 tell if even mls knows i made the right decision by going to (laughs) russell Because the highlights of the first half ended at about six minutes, 20 seconds. Knowing there was still one goal to be scored <laughs> in that last minute 40. So I made the right decision. I like, I knew that like anybody who's watched the, the last three matches, five matches, whatever, whatever level of self-flagellation you like to take with your footy, you know, when it's, like the despair is deep, you know, you know, when it's just like this, there's, there's no, there's no fight. There's no comeback. And to be fair, I probably could have justifiably tuned out at one nil. Cause it's, it was all one way traffic and not, not that much going on, but uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to want to talk about. Um, it talk- is, it is. I, I, I put it in here cause we, this is one of the things that we do, but it's our thing, but um. Like I will say, I will say the first half up until the goal, until the stupid fucking goal, which I, if I remember correctly, was absolutely Michael Bradley's fault. Um, one of the one of the goals in the New York in the in the energy drinks match was absolutely Michael Bradley's fault. But um, it you know the 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 first half or at least a good chunk of the first half was at least interesting and. You know, it seemed like maybe they were trying to rebound from that oh, shitty match against Charlotte. But, you know, once that goal went in, second half, it just seemed, once again, it doesn't take much to to deflate this team, right? Like, and obviously they've given up on this season, and, and I get it. It's a crap season. They're not good, even though on paper, as we've said many times, this is a decent team. This is not a team that should be playing like this, but whatever. So let's look, let's, let's just, whatever the matches, they lost them again. They've got one match last left in the season. <laughs> oh good. It's a home match. Um, but. And this question has been asked a lot this year because of how bad a year it is. But as we come limping down the stretch, <laughs> I don't know, we're limping, hobbling down the stretch. Um, is this now. Is this officially worse than 2012 in your eyes? I mean, it was already worse than 2012. And the reason why I say that is because <clears throat> that roster wasn't that good either. But they were like just, I guess you could say uh, the, the 
the individual parts that made up that team should not have like there was no expectation that they were going to do great things. Mm-hmm. This one has many players making many dollars who could be considered, you know, a near world class. Like let's mm-hmm. just, um, so yeah, I, the fact that the fact that they're two back to back three nils, I can't even remember what the other score lines were. They were probably close to three nil anyway. At least, an, at least one other in the last two or three weeks was also three nil. I was looking at it going, so this is just like the regular score against Toronto is, is three nil. Just hey, mark it found, down. At least they found consistency. <laughs> true but yeah like based on like just just like for like there's no to me it's it boggles the mind how bad this version is versus like with 2012 i accept i just expected to them to be outclassed regularly and they were this one has a lot of names on this team and you you almost look at look at it and wonder how are they outclassed so often on this this side like it's just it's incredible and it doesn't even matter what the combination is so yeah the i would have i would have said they were this bad when um when when uh when coach bob was still around coach daddy Mm -hmm. yeah and and to expand a little bit on what mark was saying those early losing years, there was a charm to their, to their like. Ineptness. Yeah. You know, a lot of the team were stacked with a weird assembly of players that even when they were losing, it was as frustrating as it was until they, you know, finally got their kind of act together. Um, there were the, you know, there was a charming comedy in it. This is, there's no charm in, in losing now. Now it's just, mm-hmm. ugh. Yeah, agreed. At least you know, twenty twelve, they got to the semifinals of the CCL. They won the Voyagers Cup. Uh, you know, they had a good run of games in the league for the, like just a little bit in the middle. They had uh, it was like a, at one point they would have got nineteen points out of eleven games in the middle of it. There was just like the beginning and the end were absolutely awful. This one's just been unremittingly crap. So mm, we well, yeah, with with none of the charm. Yeah, and you know what? Actually, I really I appreciate Mark sort of you're highlighting the fact that you know the difference in quality between the two squads. Like, there, not that there wasn't some quality on the 2012 squad, there was, but nothing like this. And also, there is a greater expectation of success given the wealth of resources um, that now are given to this team as opposed to in the past. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I I think I think this is a very sad klaxon, but uh yeah, worst TFC team or season, worst TFC season ever is this is this one. I don't think mm-hmm. uh I don't think history will dis well at least for the next <laughs> until the next one. Um well, you, yeah, know, it, you know what's also dangerous about it in in a kind of a, a club way and where their place is in uh the sporting landscape of Toronto is the apathy. 
Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no oh, anger. Yeah. There's no real hope like going forward other than like small, really hardcore group. I don't, I know we've banged on about this before. Well, I have at least, I don't think the Apple uh, broadcast helps. Um, no. And, and I just, they've, they've just fallen off the Toronto sporting landscape. Like they, at, at the peak, you know, in 2019, uh, 1819 they were really threatening to carve out a you know a, a good little corner a little chunk of the market now they, they're yeah they're like, the attendance is fine but like they are a non-issue really now mm-hmm. yeah like you don't yeah there's yeah you don't see it um on you know mentioned except for you know like tsn has to talk about it because they're sure. one of the official official broadcasters but um but yeah you don't see like casual mentions of it on on other sports show or morning shows or whatever right like or, or, or even just or even just, pe- or even just people talking like, yeah i remember like okay yes they were winning every trophy in front of them for that short period but People, you know, pe- people who had never been to a match were talking. If they knew you were a season ticket holder or something, you know, they wanted to talk to you about it. Like, oh, I... now it's just like, yeah, it's it's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah, I, I don't, I, do, I don't I, get, I don't get messages from people asking for tickets anymore. Oh God, me no. And and like, like, but the, I, I do think, and I, I think this the long term effects are going to be damaging. I, I do think the Apple uh, thing is great for the league's coffers and not good for the future outside of uh Lionel Messi matches. <laughs> you think that um the necessity to be on air quotes free TV do you think do you think that's uniquely a Toronto thing or do you do you think that that do you think that other markets possibly are suffering in the same way where they're just lost in the shuffle because there's, you know, it's hidden behind a paywall that nobody wants to pay for. It kind of reminds me, it kind of reminds me a little bit. It, it, this is not a good analogy really, but the argument that was made when the CFL went to blackouts in Mm. the eighties. And if you didn't go to the match, you didn't really get to see it. And I think there's going to be an element of that. I, I, my, and it's not the people who are going to matches like, or the season ticket holders. They're just fine. Cause you know, they were provided with, and, and even if, you know, if they're that hardcore, they'll go out and seek it. So my fear is not that they, they'd lose the base of their support. It, it's a, it's a generation coming up or it's, you know, okay. If you, even if you have a parent, who is a football fan, but their allegiances lie with European or South American football. They're going to buy, you know, not everyone can afford every single package, every streaming package. They're going to buy the one that is there where their passion lies. And I don't think MLS uh, necessarily comes in the top of the choosing very often for people who, you know, aren't necessarily already, uh, super fans of, of uh, TFC. So I don't know. This is my opinion. I just think the next generation, not that it, 
not that the European leagues were or the South American leagues were already, weren't already kind of like above in the mindset, but TFC was finding its way in with the kids, mm-hmm. I feel. And I, I just fear that that might be lost in a generation. Well, I think it's so again, it's not it's never been TFC's responsibility to 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 carry the torch for no, Canadian no. soccer. No, but but I do think this comes at an incredibly bad time for them to be this ineffective, to be this disappointing when mm-hmm. they they have national team players on the squad and now only one of them is getting call-ups and that's oh so and, and that's fair. But when you've got you know, when there was, even with the disappointment from the Gold Cup um, and uh, Nations League final, you know, like the men's team still has still has eyes on it because there is quality there and there is an expectation of what's going to happen next, especially now that Herdman's left. Like there's still, people still talk about that. And then you've got the success of the women's team. And, um, you know, for, so for local football, like the bigger scale local football to be, this bad um i i think you know you have to wonder like what the impact on that is and 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 or or are we or am i overestimating the influence of of tfc because we we you know you see kids in the stands and we talk you know you talk about players that make it into the academy that used to come to matches that kind of thing because they wanted to see you know because they saw these players and so now what's the impact of watching really bad football (laughs) month after month and you just don't care like you don't maybe you don't go play for tfc's academy maybe maybe you go to oakville and play for sigma i don't know um and you end up playing for bobby smirniotis but do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i don't know i'm i'm i feel like i feel like with with soccer specifically is that if you're playing it, like if you if you're already a kid playing it, you love it, and that there's already a culture in this country of, well, I'm just going to keep playing it because if I get good enough, then there's a chance for me to do this somewhere not in this country, you know. Like it's almost as if it's almost as if like every club knows the story or knows knows the way to say like, you know, you can still get a scholarship to go to the states, and you can still, if you get lucky, you you might get scouted by some small division club in some random European country, or you can go over there on your own and try your luck. Like without the absence of TFC, I think in the hearts of minds of up and coming kids, isn't that, I don't think it's that impactful because the, the very, the it's quite likely that the coaches that they play for their first club is Juventus. Their first club is Everton. Their first club is, you know what I mean? Just, like they can pour, but it, but it, yeah, kind of pour that passion in elsewhere to know that there's there's football elsewhere. But as far as like capturing the minds of the casual, event going customer, I think it's I think that's where the damage is done. Like, like you're like just saying like it's not on everybody's you know top of mind. Well, if you wanted to go to a soccer game, like. Do you go? Oh, I think the season's over because no one's talking about it. I think mm-hmm. the, I think the damage is more commercial than say, you know, developmental. Like honestly, I don't I don't think it's that big a deal because also too, there's more soccer on TV now than there was last year. It's just not always domestic, right? 
But anyway, mm-hmm. that's I, I just I just kind of I feel like this this um this Apple deal probably does more damage to the ticket to the casual ticket buying public than it does to you know us mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. development. Like, you know, I, I think of like uh my wife's family where like you know, sometimes they want to go to a game and sometimes they don't. And they'll ask me, well, when's the next game? And I can tell them it's October 21st against Orlando because I just happen to fucking know it because it's the last one. Um, But like, otherwise it's like, uh, yeah, we'll think about it because they're not, there's nothing, there's nothing that's reminding them tomorrow when they don't see me. There's nothing reminding them next week when they don't see me. So by the time 21st comes around, they're going, they're going to the movies, you know, they're, they're, they're staying in. They're going to play board games. Like they're going to find other things to do with their time and money. But that's just because it's not in the forefront. And I mean, while TSN does a pretty good job of like, you know, having a desk and talking about MLS when they're shit, you don't really want to watch because it's just a reminder. And then it's also just relentless. Well, let's talk about more about how TFC or shit. And, you know, I sometimes I appreciate the honesty that comes through from some of the, the commentators. Um, but again, that's just more. It's just more depression. <laughs> it's like, yay. Yeah, let's let's talk about this some more. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think like obviously we'll do a we'll do an end of season wrap up and. We'll see what happens after MLS Cup, which is when teams can make uh, roster moves um, and that sort of thing. But uh, right now, that's basically, that's basically. I don't know what that noise was. That that noise just, was just disturbing. Just well, that's that's <laughs> TFC. It sounded like a it sounded like a almost ready kettle throwing itself off a building. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck your tea. Yeah. <laughs> it's Halloween, but I hate Halloween, but okay, I'm a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> a, con- a sort of haunted house. A yeah. sort of haunted house. The, co- right. the ghost of Cuppa's past. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's kind of disturbed, but not really. Mm. <laughs> Spookish. Don't really get into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's 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 move on to something that was far more interesting, and that was the or is the uh, the final the final weekend of the Campbell regular season, which determined uh, the, the playoff order. Uh, and you know, as a as a as a fan of Pacific, like really, really, uh, who are playing later on this evening. By the way, we'll talk about that more uh, at the end, towards the end of the show. But um, yeah, oh god, I can't go to bed early. Damn it. Um, so this is how it ended up: Calgary in first, followed by Hamilton, Halifax, uh, Pacific, and then the YU guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> can I can I just ask? I feel like I saw something on Twitter talking about just how second and third place was decided. Now the the CPL kind of does it a bit weirdly, but what what was the uh, the the tiebreaker for Hamilton and Halifax for second and third? 
Um, I think it was which team does Bob Young like the most? Ah, and I okay. think it went to Forge because that's his team. Okay. I have nice. no fucking idea. I was sure that the uh, away goals. I don't. I, is that really what it was? Yep. Oh my god! I, I thought it was no most, I thought it was most orange. Only away goals differential could break the tie, and Hamilton had more away goals than Halifax. Because uh, basically, like as as I was at the game, it was just seeing how it was going down. It's like, huh, this is the most confusing scenario because if 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 it ended a draw, I knew who who was going through, and if it ended two nil loss, I knew who was going through, and it was a one nil loss. I'm like, hi. <laughs> I, like I, I, I left the stadium like oh, third place, whatever. At least I can go to that game, right? Um, and now it's like, well, no. First off, no, because they finished second, and uh, I'm gonna miss the whole playoffs. Like, if I'm gonna miss all the home games. Oh, think, oh God, because you're oh wow. I think, I think it, it will. They, okay, so I, I know you're probably gonna go through a spoiler alert. No, go for it. Uh, Hamilton, Hamilton. If they lose, will be at home. At 4 p.m. on the Saturday. I fly out that night. I can't imagine I can justifiably talk the misses into, can we just go to this one game before we go to Portugal? No. When, when you say you fly out at night, what time? Yeah, like what like, time at night? Uh, that's a strong question. Um, I will tell you in a moment. Like, is it is it like prop, like if it's late enough? I don't know. I mean, like, no, you're, you're, you're right. Work? It's no okay. It that up, update. That's a hard fucking no. It's an eight forty five flight. Oh well, then no, no, no. not with that attitude. No, I know. <laughs> I know, Tony. You hey, thought hey, it. You on. think I would believe, but I just don't. Well, this is yeah. what you get for not it, flying out of Hamilton International. Ah, oh my God. Yeah. Well, I mean that. Yeah. Hamilton, Hamilton to Funchal is such a busy route. Um, mm-hmm. And it's direct. Mm-hmm. I wish. And you, yeah. you know what, though, guys? You know, over the years, editor, producer, all those things, Mark has done a lot for us. I think the least we can do is head to Pearson on Saturday evening and just cause chaos and get some flights delayed so that we can watch <laughs> the game and get to the airport in time to catch the flight. I think yeah, we, we can come up with a plan here. Please. Yeah. Bees, yes. Did you say bees? Yes. That is a good plan. I like it. Yes. You guys would do that for me? <laughs> Only for you, Mark. Only for you. Yeah. Tony, Tony's going to get dressed up in a big bee costume and <laughs> the entire the entire airport. Oh, and while you're bees, seat... Duncan, bees, you're coming with me. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> He's the, 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 they're the lesser Wu Tang killer bees, um, <laughs> but uh, also you know if you're if you're feeling if you're feeling up to it, see what you can do about delaying the final by a week. That'd be wonderful. Um, <laughs> anyway, sorry, Kristen. Apologies for derailing. Um, back back to the back to the wonder that is the what the fuck did this uh, did this uh, schedule break down? To be, to be fair, delaying a forge match versus delaying an international flight probably comes with the lesser uh, jail sentence. <laughs> Probably. Um, 
Well, Mark, you were you were at the match, right? So why don't you tell us about the match? Well, what I can say about the match, aside from the fact that um, the dysfunctional weather of Saturday, (laughs) because at halftime, apparently absolutely pissed down. We were under we were on the concourse, which is which is covered, obviously. But by the time we got back to our seats, the seats were dry. I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know. Um, and it was cold as fuck. Uh, so um, Ottawa, who were mathematically eliminated before the game kicked off. <laughs> fuck you guys. Which was, which was hilarious. Fuck you guys for making us go all the way up to Ottawa to have the worst match I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, I, like just going to see your team lose isn't bad. Going to see two teams that just kind of like gently waltz in the midfield is not a fucking idea of a night out anywhere. So revenge it was a slightly better game except you know ottawa won they won one nil um but uh beyond that um yeah it was hamilton didn't really like look like they were trying to get their shit together and they only really seemed to have a sense of urgency until like the last 20 minutes of the match so um i i i I regret that uh martin bailey was at the match and i didn't get a chance to see that legend so Martin, oh, I'm no. sorry, I didn't know, and I definitely would have sought you out. Um, but yeah, otherwise, um, you know, it was it was a game. It really wasn't. Every game seemed to be better uh, watching the highlight packs. So honestly, uh, I feel like when when Hamilton and Ottawa collide, it's just malaise, football malaise. <laughs> Like, I mean, I don't know if you can call Pacific losing 3-0 to Calgary as a better match. Wait, that was, you said three, right? Yeah. Tony, I know you're new to the show. What is more, one goal or three goals? Hmm. Yeah. I feel this is a trick question. I don't I don't know. I don't think it's a I trick question. I don't like question. where this question is going. I, I feel like it's generally accepted that uh, a three-goal game is more exciting than a one-goal game. See, this is my thinking, too. So, Fine. anyway. Um, yeah, sorry, sorry. It depends what end of the 3 nil you're on. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, honestly, though, like, every one of your teams made the playoffs except Calgary. I don't know what you're upset about, Kristen. Stop it. Yeah, for those of you who are not sure, Calgary finished first, and then it's Kristen, 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 and Kristen. <laughs> so that's that's just in case you're wondering how the final mm-hmm. PL's website will not fill it out properly. Just want to let you know. If if uh, she can get uh, Valour to go out of business in the offseason, she's gonna trifecta. Boy, <laughs> none of that. Anyway, Valour, so fancy. So yeah, so the uh, the playoffs they start tonight uh, as a recording. So we are th- when this goes out, that game has already happened. And if you stayed up at ten, congratulations, you're a giant nerd like me because I'm going to at least try to stay up for some of it. We say more. Where um, Pacific is hosting uh, York, and if if you, <laughs> I do love the fact that if York wins this game, <laughs> they got to fly the fuck to Halifax for the weekend. Yep. <laughs> They are doing the end to ender. And I think that's awesomely hilarious. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's that's how that works. Calgary plays Forge. Um, and the winner of that goes to the final. The loser of that sets up the following match between 
the winner of the four or five match and the three match. So York might then have to fly out to Calgary. Possibly. They can't afford that. Like my, at this at this point at this point the KPL would be like when can we fold them? Because um, they're just or the smart owners who want to come in to save them are going to wait till the season's over because they see that bill and they're like fuck that I'm not buying this club and then spending sixty thousand dollars in plane <laughs> that shit um, unless I got a charter that would be nice but anyway um, I am still a. Uh, uh, just absurd. I know it's absurd. I'm hoping for a Hamilton York final because that uh, is absurd. I uh, knowing that I'm also going to miss it. I kind of also don't yeah, want that. True. But like, who doesn't want to see a league final with fifteen thousand people showing up? I assume it'll be fifteen thousand. I I I would hope they would have to open up the other side. I feel like they would have to open up the other side if only to let all 45 York supporters in safely, but mm. um, yeah, TFC, TFC fans. What else you got to do? Come on. You want to see a trial team in the playoffs? Here it is. Come on, come on down. Come on down. <laughs> come on down. Yeah. Anyway, at the, at the very least, the final weekend was, um, you know, it, it had some excitement to it and, mm. um, it's been like an interesting stretch uh, down, you know, to get to the very end of the season. So there was, you know, there was still a couple of things were up in the air until those final two weeks. And then it was positioning and stuff. So, you know, it's been, it's been, at least it's been interesting, um, which is nice and a nice break from, um, well, if, again, if you're a Toronto FC fan, but even MLS can be less than interesting. So um it's good and it's it's a good setup going into this week for those matches which we will talk about a little bit later on all right well let's move on then what we're talking about oh my god there's so much stuff in this section you'd think we haven't just been talking for like however long um the men's national team squad for this week's friendly against japan was released the other day and I don't think it's really a surprise with Nations League matches coming up that it's pretty close to like their their top roster um, in terms of who's who's been called. There's a few um, a few maybe, you know, not as regular names, uh, whether it's just due to trying them out or some injuries. But um, I think the the main thing other than the fact that yes, the, the big names are all there is that uh, Maxime Crepeau is, is back. Yay. And it's very, very exciting. He's already been, you know, back with um, LAFC, but to see him get called up um, to be part of the squad again is massive. And so, so, so happy for him. You know, before the injury, he was the heir apparent to Borean, right? So um, I, I I sort of like, mm. I, I know he's called. Oh, yes. Wow. I, yes. Christ, Kristen, noted Dane St. Clair hater. Wow. Yes. Like wow. she hasn't been talking about him for three fucking years or anything. No, not oh. me. No. No, I never do that. Um but it is it is very good to see him back. Um, 
because he is he is an excellent keeper, but also just to see a player come back from a pretty serious injury is always a good thing, I think. And he's seemed very obviously very excited, very happy, very up for it. So, um, you know, it's only one match. Who knows what uh, um, Biel is going to do? But I think anyway, I think it's just great that he's there. Um, but there are a couple, like, I don't know who this Fujiroles, is that how you say his name? From the Fulham. Yeah, him. Thank you. I have no idea. Um, from the Fulham Youth Academy is. I, but yeah, him. I like, I know, I I have no idea who that person is. Harry Patton? Who's Harry Patton from Motherwell? Hmm? I feel like oh, uh, from Motherwell, yeah, Harry Patton. That's all. Right. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Right. Hashtag contribution. Great yeah. grandson of the general. Yes, exactly. Um, I, I like the name is vaguely familiar. Um, You're thinking of Dolly like, Parton. Oh, right. No, I feel like he got called last year or something for or for Harry Pattern. Mm, maybe. We said that on a show. We probably said Harry Pattern on probably a kit talk. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Sounds like something I'd say. Mm. But um, Derek Cornelius back in the squad again. So look like he's, you know, fully healthy now. So that's really good. Um, what else was a sort of like good to see? Uh, I'm just happy to see Preston North End and you know, Liam Miller. Yeah. He's never really impressed me for Canada, but Preston North End, delightful. There should be more international squads for future Preston North End players. I, I, I feel Love like it. on that, uh, the uh, fullback slash forward, I think that's that's a statement. That's a statement. It's, it's, it's like the most interesting designation. <laughs> you know, I'm like, all right, sure. Oh, so Liam, where do you play? I either play over there over there but not here <laughs> in the middle i don't do that not in the middle i don't do middles yeah <laughs> too much running um but anyway it's it's a pretty it's a pretty strong squad so um uh that's just it's it's again obviously they're preparing for uh upcoming nations league matches so huzzah I personally, because you, you seem to have skipped past this part of it, Kristen, but uh, uh, I love that this is apparently the uh, Mitsuho Blue Dream match. And I've got to say, I presume this is a Japanese thing, but who the fuck are the Japanese to call Mitsuho? How dare they? I know. National treasure. <laughs> Sons of bitches. We don't go Honestly, after dishes. I... Yeah. <laughs> I'd honestly completely missed that. So. <laughs> I don't know even how you pronounce it. Yes, that I see word. it now. Mizuo, I see it now. Blue dream, dream match. match. Like, what and, the and, fuck? and stop having blue dreams about it too. Yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, what other kind of dream yeah. are you going to have about Mitsu? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not going to yeah. be blue. I'll tell you yeah. that much. Stick to your own schoolgirls' panties, Japan. Leave Mitsu yeah. out of it. Okay, uh, <laughs> moving on very quickly. <laughs> this is over very well established things, Kristen. Everybody yeah, is so this shocked, is an international but... incident. <laughs> moving on from it now. 
as mentioned on last week's show, the WNTXNT do indeed have two upcoming friendlies against Brazil at the end of this month. Uh, one is in Montreal, one is in Halifax. The match on the 28th of October will be in Montreal. And the match on October 31st, otherwise known now as the Monster Match, um, will be in Halifax at the Wanderers Grounds, which will be great. Um, obviously, the one in Montreal is being played at Stade Saputo. Uh, should be, yeah. hopefully, two good matches. Um, again, Candace seems to play the Brazilian national team a lot. Um, but... Uh, I think it's more hopefully that we'll have um, not just two like good games, but also uh, well attended, um, which will be honestly probably difficult on those two nights. Um, like I'm hoping for sold out crowds, but people really love Halloween and I have concerns. I don't know. I know the supporter sections are selling pretty quickly, so that's good. Um, Voyagers have sections to both matches. Those tickets went on sale day of recording. They'll probably be sold out by the time this episode goes out. But if not, and you're a V's member, just check the page. Um, but uh, yeah, like it's. I'm glad that there's these matches. It's good that they're playing, but I really do want to the schedule. <laughs> I'm like, you want kids to go to these matches, right? Am I just putting too much emphasis on Halloween? Maybe. Possibly. You you can can get dressed up and go to a game. Why not? It's it's a festive occasion. Who doesn't love a Halloween party? Why could not a Halloween party be happening at a soccer game? I'm I'm picturing the dad who comes home and says, Hey, kids, you know Halloween? We're going to a soccer game. Like they want fucking candy, guys. Come on. Read the room. They're children. This is my concern. Father of the year is no. You you are not getting nominated at all. You're gonna be reviled for weeks. You better you better come with candy. You better come with bags of random ass candy to hand out to them. See, look what your uncle got for you. And it's like, hooray! And then they don't know any better. <laughs> you need to plan for this. You need to plan all of it. the cost of this game is not just tickets and hot dogs and pop. Bag of candy, bro. Bag of candy. Everyone just goes with bag of candies and they, the kids just wander around and around the stadium just like getting candy from all the strangers they can find. True. Perfect. Oh, yeah, just yeah. have, like, candy you, stations you, on, yeah. on the concourse. There you, you go. You're setting your kids up for a captive audience of thousands of people they can be wandering around to to freaking Halloween with. You know, this could work. Hmm. I like oh. the way you guys are thinking about this. This is this is, this is is excellent marketing. Should, Canada soccer. definitely be, like, the Voyagers should be taking, you know, sort of four, five, however many large garbage cans full of candy <laughs> to be giving out to any random kids that come along. Hearts and minds. Hearts and minds, Kristen. Yeah. Mm. I actually have, I find no fault in this. I, I, I actually find this yeah. to be an excellent idea. <laughs> yeah. This is how to do it. This is how to do it. Mm-hmm. I like it. 
And then for the Saturday match in Montreal, which is traditionally, you know, when Halloween's not on the weekend, whatever the closest Saturday is, like that's the going out night for the grown-up folk. So do you think people go to the match first and then go out and party further? Is that a way to spin it? You know, like prizes for costumes. I don't know. Get like concessions. You should give out concessions discounts for people in costumes. I mean, leaving money on the table? That's insane. We should charge them double because they're wearing a costume. <laughs> All people you come to the stadium wearing a costume get everything 20% on. Instead of off, mm. off it comes down on. Tells yeah. You yeah. Everyone, you know, just hey, dress up as your, your favorite sort of Canadian soccer player. But, you know, it's Halloween, so it has to be a sexy Canadian soccer player. So, right. Yeah. Sort of football boots with high heels on them and all that sort of thing. Oh, I thought you were just talking about Milan Boyan. No, well, yeah. You know, dress up as Milan Boyan for sure. Yeah. Or Milan Boyan can dress up whichever, but uh, yeah. Hmm. Huh. There's that thing I've seen about how, no, 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 yeah, no, fuck it, let's go. Uh, there's that thing about how, you know, uh, sort of like football boots aren't designed for women's feet and everything. And this has been a big problem causing lots of injuries. Is, is it just that they need high heels? Duncan. I mean, if fashion has taught me nothing, that, that's what women's footwear is all about. So. I'm not. I'm not about to die for this podcast. You know what? I'm not. I. You know what? No, I'm not going to bite. No, never mind. I'm not even participating. I'm just going to sit here and and I don't know. Look at the next segment. Okay. La, 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 la. How is that next segment looking? You know, it's a pretty yeah. nice next segment. Let me Go tell on. you. Tell me more. Um, it's, Please. Uh, <laughs> quickly. Jesus, Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> So um, back to TFC, because why not? Um, I know, better question is why. But a bit of positive news. So as the as the offseason mercifully you know, approaches and Toronto seeks to remake um, not just the squad, but the staff, um, they have appointed a new technical director or a technical director. I don't remember. When was the last time Toronto actually had one of those that wasn't rolled into one role? Uh, so Sean Rubio, who is formerly of TFC, he is returning. He's coming back after spending four years with Austin Celtic. Um, but when he was uh, here in Toronto, um he he helped you know find players and 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 keep the keep the flow of good players he was the senior manager of scouting and budget so he helped keep toronto on some sort of budgetary goodness i don't know um but it was from 2016 to 2020 so the good years and mm. having him come back to me is a good sign that they're like, hmm, maybe remember when that stuff was working? Maybe if we can convince some of the people involved in all that stuff, um, <laughs> he could be successful again. Uh, so he's been in MLS for uh, over a decade, um, has done a lot of uh, analytics work as well as 
you know, finance work, but uh, a lot of analytics, so scouting, um, game analytics, and roster management, compliance, that sort of thing. So I think that this is at least, no matter what you think of having Herdman and whoever he selected as part of his staff, I think in terms of additional support staff within that framework, uh, someone who's going to work with the with the general manager. Hi, Jason Hernandez. Um, I think this is a really good thing. I think this is this is possibly the most positive thing they've done in a bit. Do you know what I mean? Like that's not player related, but that's um, infrastructure related. That yeah, helps. I mean, there's experience like, combined with like success and knowledge of Toronto and everything. It uh, you know ticks a lot of boxes and that sort of thing. And uh, you know, I guess he's he fits in somewhere between Bill Manning and uh, Jason Hernandez, and you know, it's not maybe a, a bad thing because you know Jason Hernandez, sure, but very inexperienced and what have you as a uh, like general manager particularly. So. You know, have someone in there that's got a lot of experience and previous success to help him out with that. I, uh, it makes a lot of sense. You know, we'll see what happens because, you know, it's TFC also, so things can turn exactly. short. <laughs> it makes sense on paper. This can't hurt. I mean, honestly, it can't hurt. And also, too, it's nice to be able to see you, you can kind of come home. Don't know much otherwise about his successes or failures. The enthusiasm and passion, you guys, like, just stop it. Just I don't, stop it. What do you want me to right say now. about a technical? No, no, no. I'm just teasing. No, but it's good. Anyways, I just, I just think, I think it's good that we, we all think it's good. Very positive about this. Let's move on to a little bit more MLS news. Um, and the latest round of coaching changes within MLS. Um, Wayne Rooney mm. and DC United have mutually parted ways. Oh. Yeah, exactly. It was all very congenial and la 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 and blah blah. Just like blah, when blah. he used to leave a brothel. Hey, <laughs> oh, gross. to go to a different brothel. Yeah. Hey, girls. Uh, I'll be back next week, Grand. It's uh, yeah. all right, darling. <laughs> uh, it, I thought I thought I heard he's going. He's being lined up for um, was it Birmingham City's job? Not lined up. He's got it. Oh, he's got yeah. it. Oh, fantastic! Really? I feel like that got confirmed that today. Tom Brady poached him over to Birmingham. Oh wow, that'll work out. Yeah, yeah. Birmingham have actually been doing well. And yeah. say, oh, no, oh, okay. Oh, well, let's fire the coach so we can get Rooney in instead. Yes, because because yeah, okay. Hey, if it worked for Darby. True. Mm. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. It was official this morning. Um, oh. Yeah. I feel. Uh, I feel for that team. <laughs> three-year contract they've given him to start, or three and a half-year contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. He says he plans to elevate the team to the next level. Mm, that's the Premier League. Yeah. Good luck. Um, so yeah, there we go. That's uh that's the the, the latest uh, Wayne Rooney news, but in Tom far... Brady playing for that Tom Brady playing for that draft pick. <laughs> in far um sadder vocal minority podcast news is it's the loss of Adrian Heath. 
Oh, oh. I thought it was me. Oh. No, no, you're good. Um, I, Adrian... I thought it was a ghost. Sorry, Tony. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Adrian Heath was uh, fired by uh, Minnesota United uh, last Friday, mm-hmm. as well as um, his assistant coach, uh, Mark Watson, um, former Toronto FC goalkeeping coach Stuart Kerr, uh, still staying on. And Sean McCauley, one of the assistant coaches, is going to be the interim head coach for what is left of this season. Um, But, you know, like Heath has been with Minnesota from the beginning, right? You know, like it's long time. They've had some success, but not consistent success. So and this season kind of kind of fell apart on them. It looked like they were going to do well, but um it's too bad. I, you know, soft spot for for him, but uh we stopped doing MLS segments big time, you know, any in any meaningful way. So that's all right. But the loss of one of our favorite bits. Uh Tony, do you have anything to say on this? I I'd actually like to say something that serious about it. And uh, you know I, again I go back to Apple TV and there's a fucking monkey on my back. <laughs> do the song do the song no you get the monkey Aww, but the song's so good did he ever did i do a song for him did we do a? was there a yeah to, to you know my name is simon yeah but did we do an actual adrian song? didn't we do it didn't we do you know my name is adrian i don't think so and singing and whatever you yeah. drawing yeah anyway yeah God, God bless. He'll pop up somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. He'll be back. He's well, he's been. And he's... He'll be on TV yeah. at the very least. True. True. Well, mm. near the bottom of your screen. <laughs> <laughs> Dick, he'll be behind a desk. He can be standing on a stool. It'll uh, be fine. Oh, we'll get him a booster seat. It'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he'll sit on Steve Nichols' lap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is you know like he's 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 sort of he's sort of like one of the one of the few sort of like character coaches that are left you know like he's got a pretty big personality and he's he's, he's kind of you know fun to watch on the sidelines and see him in press conferences you know after matches and stuff so i'm um, sick of this league's anti-british manager wokeism i know seriously mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but anyway so what, what did the brits do to deserve this well, I guess it's more about what they didn't do, isn't it? But you know, there we go. <laughs> we just wanted to share our railways. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, before we look ahead to this weekend's this week's matches, uh, we've got something in the nature of world football to discuss, and that is World Cup twenty thirty, mm. which you know. Originally, it it does, but it has to do with the latest fuckery and money grubbing from FIFA. Oh my god, it's so annoying! I just, Mm -hmm. just, Mm -hmm. I've been so angry about this. I keep, I was talking about my this with my dad on the weekend, and I'm just like, what the actual? So, um. Spain, Portugal, and Morocco won 
giant air quotes, the right to uh, host the bloated 4018 tournament. Um, although it worked out fine, I guess the last one. No, it didn't. Um, anyway, but, but in just a stupid fucking. Anyway, um, Uruguay, Argentina, and Paraguay have been handed the opening three matches. Sure. Hmm. Respect. You know. Tradition. It's like 100 years of the World Cup, right? Yes. This is, yeah. this is a heartwarming story, Kristen. I, I anticipate seeing how you can make this seem like a bad thing. Well, let's see. Let's talk about the impact it will have on the players, coaches, referees, and other support staff for each country that is involved in those matches, having to fly halfway across the fucking world to satisfy another money grab for FIFA to put some sort of, oh, look, we're honoring 100 years. Instead of just hosting it in South America, if you want to honor the origins of this tournament where it first happened fucking hosted there just do that instead you're going to put three countries whatever cities are involved in a complete fucking uproar for one giant stupid match and then you're going to drag everybody back across an ocean and further to then rejoin the rest of the tournament it's so stupid and it's i nobody should be supporting this and and we talk about the stupid things that fifa does around the world cup and how every single one it just gets worse and worse and worse and we're going to bitch about the north american one in the coming years believe you me because there's lots wrong with that too and now everyone's but what i don't like about this as a as an offset in and not that it's not more corruption and money and stuff like that is everyone's like oh well now it's paved the way for saudi arabia to get the 2034 cup so every everybody else gets to host but once again going to the middle east is is like the oh well well then no 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 no. let's talk about all the fuckery that every other world cup that's been awarded for the last like i don't know decade isn't full of corruption and ridiculousness in that i just sorry i cannot speak coherently about this because i'm just really really irritated by anyone who's just like oh no it's great it's wonderful what a beautiful gesture no it's forgive my ignorance of the 1930 world cup were matches in paraguay and argentina as well no and there was just the no, uruguay thing just uruguay then yeah. what the then then what's going on there to be perfectly fair if, if memory serves um i wasn't it only like a six-team tournament yeah, yeah probably like mm. montevideo could easily hold you know host six teams yeah, yeah but i i think i think the thing that really like i mean there's so much wrong with this let's like you can break this down and approach it from any different direction the thing that i personally like the thing that jumps out at me the most is like Seriously, is this how fucking Morocco finally gets the World Cup they've been trying to bid for for the last 40 fucking years? <laughs> yeah, they get a game. 94, 98, 2006, 2010, 2026, they have bid for five World Cups and clearly never won any of them. They get a and, little pat on the head from Spain. Oh, here you go, Colony. But, here you no, go. Here, here's, here's the fun part about that. And I don't, I guess this is, I don't know if this is, 
firm as far as the stadia, but like Portugal's got three stadiums on offer. Um, uh, uh, Morocco's got six and one of them. I don't know anything about this. This is the first time I'm actually hearing it. The Grand Stade de Casablanca, 113,000 seats. Right. Like, honestly, yeah. I the only thing that will pacify me, and it probably won't happen, is if they get to host the final. Otherwise, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about this. <laughs> no. this is, what's, uh, what's just north of the Sahara like in, uh, in July? Just wondering. Oh, the oh, uh, air conditioning temperate. is so It's fun. lovely. It's lovely, it's Tony. Like, no humidity. Um, mm. Clear sky, like 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 vistas, like you wouldn't believe. Oh man, like yeah. Mm-hmm. Jokes on all of them. All the matches are going to be in Gibraltar. <laughs> that would be that'd be a overrun with monkeys and British sailors. <laughs> the worst. But uh, yeah, anyway, this is there's so much fucked up about this entire plan, like especially considering that. And again, I don't know if these are the official list of like final stadiums, but like there's like 20 some odd stadiums that are that are for the. For the I guess the final half of the World Cup draw. Do we need? Yeah. Fuck! Do we need twenty-two stadiums for? Like that's a that's absurd. It's like you know, forty uh, or many teams. I, I don't. But the thing, but the thing is that if they're going to do the forty, the first part of that forty-eight over in in South America, it'd be if they were doing the whole tournament here. Yeah, kind of makes sense to have this many fucking grounds. But like, I don't. There's just so much about this that is confusing to me, and stupid and gross and stupid uh in that order yeah this this is a really fucked up like and also like was everybody truly this fucking happy to be a part of it like nobody gets the fucking thing like spain could have hosted this on their own yeah 15 Mm -hmm. stadiums that they put forward yeah that's a world cup that and that's plenty of time to build a couple more or upgrade a couple others but holy shit. Well, at least thank God by 2030, supersonic cross-Atlantic travel and hyperloops will be <laughs> the norm. Got me there. Get the mm. Buenos Aires to Marrakesh in under two hours. Yes, there we mm. go. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Mm. But, 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 all, yeah, all six countries qualify automatically. Oh my God, please. Wee. Right. <laughs> I don't think anyone's thought of the real serious issue here, though. Which cool. is how do you how do you make a mascot? Mm. <laughs> mm. Oh my god! Six different mascots, Tony. Really, or Ooh. one Voltron esque mascot that has a piece of each one? All right, let's let's hear Tony's idea. Collect them all. Collect them all. Because this Voltron shit, like really works for me that this is yeah this is i would love to see that yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. the constructicons of fucking because there were six of them so that's why i said constructicons yeah yes that's good Um, i think it should be i think it should be an uh, anthropomorphic food-based creature Mm. based on the foods of each country also wearing a lot of hats 
Oh, yes. It took like a fez and a sombrero. And On top of each other, a, like balanced, yeah, crazy yes. balancing hats. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, anyways, it's a hot fucking mess. And yeah, well, uh FIFA, you dickheads. Like seriously. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just gonna look at another like, detail of this article. He talked about like the Saudi Arabia bit of blah 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 blah. Yeah. And apparently the Saudis had once been expected to lead a bid alongside Greece and Egypt for twenty thirty. What? Huh? What? I but mean, geographically, it makes more sense, but that's where it ends. Yeah. The Mediterranean World Cup? Uh, it's, it's Saudi Arabia on the Mediterranean? I, no. Um, no. No. I, um, I, yeah. I, that's, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Anywho, whatever. Yeah, what is that? That um, is a, What is that triumvirate all about? That's a good that doesn't even question. make any sense. I don't even understand that. Greek? Anal, yes. Saudis, anal, no. <laughs> it's a fundamental difference. Yes. I was going to say we were having such a nice show, but that's a bald lie. So let's just move the fuck on. <laughs> All right. What's coming up? Okay. So we've got a couple of things to talk about um, for this week. And um, we've got the first week of the KMPL playoffs and then of course uh the men's national team versus japan on friday morning but let's talk about KMPL first because as we said there is a match this evening day of recording um in which uh the aquaman host the why you guys uh to win the right to play halifax um and then uh calgary is hosting hamilton and then there's so the the losing team of Calgary versus Hamilton goes on to play whoever wins between Halifax and the winner of Pacific and uh, YU guys, and then the one of each of those teams ends up in the final. It's actually the bracket is kind of cool. I like the way they have it set up. Um, so you got uh, Pacific hosting YU guys tonight, and then um, this weekend. Uh, one of them will travel out to Halifax uh, to play them on Saturday afternoon. Um, and then Calgary is also hosting Hamilton on Saturday at later on in the afternoon. So the first match is 2 p.m. Eastern. The second match is 5 p.m. Eastern. Um, and then the second semifinal match is on the 21st which is we've already established because mark we're gonna try and i don't know freeze the airport or something the bees thing the bees yes the bees are gonna do it um <laughs> and then uh the date of the final is not set in stone it depends on who is hosting it yeah which for is fun I I received an email. Um, I'm not sure if it was yesterday. Um, basically, for the for the Forge playoffs, uh, and it basically says um, if we lose the semifinal Saturday, October 21st, is their next game. If they win the semifinal, it's all it says is uh, Saturday, October 28th, TBD. So they have a date if Hamilton's the winner, but will they be? I don't know what the Calgary stitch is. 
it's yeah uh i if calgary are to host it's on the sunday that's all i know um okay that makes sense and then if they host the semi-final match it's anyway it's very it's very complicated the match the semi-final match is at four o'clock on the 21st regardless um or the one i don't know so parts of this is confusing but the layout of it all i i I enjoy so um so let's 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 put our you know okay who's gonna win between pacific and the yu guys york yeah yeah pacific don't look uh like they, they really know what's happening with anything these days, really. And no, uh, yeah, they really yeah. Don't. I I really like the the format. I yeah, I'm not sure I want York to be the one to do it, but I really want at some point a team who finishes fifth to win four away games to win the trophy. Oh yeah, run the amazing. gauntlet, but not fucking York. One hundred percent, run the but gauntlet. Anyway, they'll win it this time. They'll win the first round at least. York. I, I feel like I feel like because the way this this structure is is set, that's about the only time I want to see an underdog win. It's because because like they will literally have to beat fucking everyone. Yeah, to do it. Yeah. Well, I still finish. I'm obviously going to go with Pacific because yeah, it's I one am. of your seventeen favorite teams. I know. <sighs> a two one a two one win in added extra time. Two through five, Kristen's teams. Let's everyone remember this. Okay. I'm also going with Pacific. To okay. win? Yes. Okay, I'm just checking. <laughs> I was waiting for the other sh- Yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I'm going with them on a journey to find a oh, mystical lamp. Oh, to find Atlantis? Um, Atlantis? Morrison? Yes. Or I know she's God and everything. Or did you but... say Atlantis? I did say Atlantis, but I was willing to. Now, now I want to create a character called Atlantis Morissette. I feel like that's. I, 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 feel... I feel like you have to now. So yeah, that 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 sounds like it was in some kind of low quality uh, comic book somewhere. Um, mm. A land of mystery and irony. True. Um, Calgary versus Hamilton. It's in Calgary. There's a lot of history between these two teams, and you know That's they've based they've you know been losing. two of the better teams in the league since the league was formed. Calgary currently the the winner of the regular season. Um, who you got? I'm 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 gonna admittedly delusional. Hamilton wins. Do you do you, do you, do you honestly feel that that's a delusional pick though? Yes, because Calgary's been that the good. Only no, I I don't even think like I think Calgary's consistent. Um, Hamilton is not. Hamilton mm, could go on the road and smash somebody three nil, and then come home and lose one nil to a team that's in fifth. But that's why I think they might win because they've been this weird little, oh, we're on the road. We suck at home in front of our fans. But like, I mean, honestly, if they win a two game win streak to end the season would be the perfect way to end such a weird fucking season for them. Uh, because that's what it take If they if they win two, they win it all. Um, but 
yeah, I like I don't I don't see it. Hamilton is completely capable of doing this. They are absolutely capable of going in there, beating them 2-0, having a very confident, comfortable game, like 2-0, and then like coasting for 25 minutes. Like just like that's that's how good they can be. Will they though? Probably not. But I'm still going for it because how else? If I don't wish it for it to come true, how else will I not get a Hamilton York final? So, stick science. I'm going Hamilton three 0 Bless. They're just that team. Plus, Mark's my friend. Aww. Hashtag friendship. Mm. Um, Calgary. Not my friend. Not my friend. friend. Two nil. Tony. Yeah. Uh, It sucks now. He does. <laughs> Hamilton three two. Friendship. It's not three 0 but I guess it's friendship. Wins a win a win. Don't care. It sounds good um, too. All right. So I, okay. I, I totally watch Kristen's game before I watch my game. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> um, Halifax versus your selected winner. So if you chose York. Who's moving on? Oh my god! Uh, I mean, I, I still find it terribly funny that York w- could win this game. Um, again, for the reasons I outlined earlier, because they're literally going to fly from one end of the country to the other to go do this, <laughs> um, and then have to fly up to Calgary. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> it's mean. Who is this asshole? Um, yeah, I, I, I want. It's not that I think they're going to win. It's that I want them to win. Gotcha. Halifax Fair. should win this easily, but I want York to win. Halifax. Yeah. Fair. Tony? Halifax, yeah? Yes. Man, Pacific versus Halifax. Ah, I feel like they were really shit out there this year, so yeah. Oh. <sighs> Halifax. Yes. Mm. We will discuss the other the rest of it uh, next week since we will have actual results and we can look ahead to the final, etc., etc. All right. Well, men's national team play Japan this Friday morning at six thirty-five a.m. Eastern time. So those of you with ye old nine to five job, you know, get up early, watch some soccer before you go to work. Um, Or if you're me, you're just going to get up and watch some soccer many hours before work. I'm foreseeing a nap afterwards for myself. Um, I'm foreseeing you lose your job. My job. I don't start my job until two o'clock. I got time. Mm -hmm. A lot of injury time and things mm. can happen. <laughs> um, it's it's Friday the thirteenth. Strange things are going to happen. Well, that's true. Yeah. So, a lot of injury time. You're you're yeah. fired, Kristen. Yep. Fair. I, I I but I I work I work you know at a ghostly horror bookstore. Like they will respect. Oh, is strange... that where you learn to do your spooky noises? Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. 
it is Friday the 13th that this match is taking place on. So yes, what, what, what spooky things will happen other than a ridiculous amount of injury time? Um, refs to be mummified at halftime. I like it. Japan's usual robot team replaced by humans. What? That's I. I feel like I feel like we're confusing Friday the Thirteenth with Halloween here. Friday the Thirteenth is just supposed to be unlucky things. Oh, murdering things. Oh, all right. So I'm not gonna edit it out, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna edit it out because it's just always. Why you think you think a, a referee get mummified is particularly lucky? No, I just no, it would, be bad luck for, would be bad luck for the uh, yeah. But um, I, I feel like I feel like uh, then in that case, uh, Morrow Biello will be forced to do a saw thing uh, in oh. in rooms where he has to pick where he has to pick uh, a particular uh, keeper, and if not, he dies. Mm. But we don't know which one, and he'll be alive because that keeper will start. But it'll be harrowing. An early facial injury to the Canadian goalkeeper will make him wear a Jason mask. Mm. Oh, I like it. How's that for the team? I like it. Yes. I'm just I was just yeah. envisioning numerous black cats and players trying to avoid them like crazy. Mm-hmm. Freddie Hall, rest in peace. Yeah. But uh yeah. <laughs> oh god, that's right. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of injuries, a lot of just weird, random bad look injuries, uh hours of injury time. The the game never actually officially ends. Because uh, basically, so many people get injured that uh, you know both teams are down to like six players. They have to abandon it after eight, eight hours, and uh, Kristen's lost a job for nothing. <laughs> you know, I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm weirdly well. I'm on, except for the losing my job part. I'm weirdly on board with that. As long None as the injuries the, aren't too serious. Yeah, exactly. None of the injuries are serious or in any way uh, career-threatening or no, nobody's out for like more than a week. Oh, okay. A lot of those injuries. I don't know exactly what those injuries would be, really. Deep um, muscle bruises. Ask, ask yes. TFC. There'll just be lower body injuries of some kind. Yes, yes. yes. Twisted tentacles. It's Japan. Yes. Well, yeah, to see TFC with the lower body injuries, I, I always thought the heart was in the upper body. I, Hands, ca- arms caught in vending machines. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to yeah. ask which kind. Um, Left arm, the Japanese okay. kind. Right. <laughs> I, um... Mitsuho. I don't even know what to do. How dare you? <laughs> predictions for this, please. Core predictions. Blue dreams. Mm. Japan mm. to Canada nil. Oh. Two two. Why not? Two two? Yes. Nice. Also my prediction. Two one Japan. Fair. Blue dreams. Quite, I feel I feel like all of these score predictions are more are all probable, you know? Like they all have they're all very possible. Depends on, you know, which Canada shows up and so on and so forth. So Friday the thirteenth, there's all kinds of timelines. It's mm. true. No one mm-hmm. no one roll a die to make any decisions. Yeah. No. No one's ever actually gonna lose. 
and you know it's going to seem like oh shit, letting the Eagles completely down and out. No way they're coming back from this one. And oh shit, here we go again. It's yeah. Oh, it's yeah. just going to keep resetting. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Well, on that cheery note. Eventually, eventually, Freddy Krueger comes in to uh, to infect the, <laughs> the Mitsuo Blue Dreams. Yeah, what we some time in the second half. Sorry. Mm. Spooky. Yes. Earth. On that note, that is our show for this week. Um, I know it's. I, just just go with it you guys will be fine you don't need the extra 20 minutes um please join us next week when we recap um the men's match versus japan and what may or may not have happened whether or not it's still going on uh find out what happened in the first matches of the campiel playoffs uh, and see if anything else interesting is happening in the world of soccer that interests us i have been joined by the entire vocal minority podcast panel this week which has been delightful so to be found out there on the twitters at duncan d fletcher mr duncan fletcher hello do do we know what egypt's position is like historically on you know, that issue right. Shut up. no you're allowed <laughs> duncan you can okay. research it for next week how's that <laughs> maybe i will next week on the vocal minority podcast <laughs> <laughs> Dunk his research from behind. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> he'll forget. He'll forget, right? Surely he'll, he'll forget. Oh, I'm not going to put work into this thing. You're <laughs> yes. fine. <laughs> it's not Duncan from five years ago. <laughs> uh, holding it down over at Vocal, uh, at Vocal Minority CA, Mr. Tony Walsh. I'm still trying to come up with a Tutankhamun pun, pun here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got another. <laughs> it, I feel I feel like you're close. I'm not sure where though. <laughs> oh my gosh! In the Twitterverse at KitNerdMark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you to everybody who continues to support our podcast via Patreon. Always appreciate it. Um, still not still not happy about Zazzle, even though Tony did shirts, but they're being jerks still. So. Uh, your mileage your mileage may vary and uh while um un unrelated to all of this um as i was uh, looking through our links from the show notes um there was this article uh, on the right hand side from the minnesota uh minnesota united um news thing uh and the headline was pookie's party pookie's party was like professionally epic bruh I don't know what the fuck I was about to click on, honestly, because that's a terrible fucking headline by all accounts for oh, a professional no. sports team. But, and, they, and they say print is dead. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, however, uh, within the first sentence, um, it basically it basically says that um, there is a there is a uh, an EDM track about Timu Puki uh, that was written a couple years ago so i put that in the uh in the playlist <laughs> i haven't heard it it might be in finnish might be in swedish because apparently the people who did it are finnish and swedish um if the name uh bass bros means anything to you that's them uh but yeah there's a song about timu puki <laughs> minnesota united goal scoring freak mm. amazing 
Amazing. I actually look forward to listening to that. Do you? Not really. <laughs> can't, be, can't be any worse than Clint Dempsey, that's for sure. Yeah, good point. All right, all right, fair, fair. Um, as for me, you can find me on the internet, yes, the entire internet, at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Krista Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it. To go back to Tony's pun question and Egypt's position on this whole thing, if he's tooting, I'm coming. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a stretch. Sphinxter. That's what she yes. said. I don't know. Sphinxter. <laughs> That's pretty good. Sphinxter. Yeah. We stop recording. I'm one not. in the Sphinx, one in the Pinks. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh. <laughs> yes. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Welcome back, Tony. <laughs> Zip zap!